Hi, this is Chris Putnam Walkerly, and this is Smart Philanthropy. Often I'm asked by foundations, how can we involve key stakeholders in our decision making? Let me give you a few examples. But first, let's talk about who those key stakeholders are. I think key stakeholders are three different types of people. The first are those most directly impacted by the problem you're trying to solve. The second are people who are attempting to solve that problem. And the third are people who could be solving that problem with you, but aren't fully aware of their role or that the problem exists. So let me just briefly explain who I'm talking about in those three areas. The first is people who are impacted by the problem. This could be residents in the local neighborhood, youth in the school system, women who are surviving domestic violence, whatever the issue is that you're seeking to address, these are the people who are feeling the pain of that issue, who are experiencing some of the challenges that you're seeking to solve. The second are people who are attempting to solve this problem. This could be neighborhood residents, nonprofit leaders, researchers, policymakers, experts at any level, local, state, or national, who are attempting to solve this problem and who likely bring a lot of experience and knowledge to bear. The third category of people are those who could be helping you solve this problem, but either aren't aware of the problem or aren't aware that they have a role in it. For example, you might be trying to support youth employment in your community because you're concerned that many young people aren't getting the job skills and job training they need to be successful as young adults. The CEO of a major bank or corporation in your community might not be aware of this problem and, and might not realize that they have a connection to it. But if you can help them understand, for example, that the success of their community and their business depends upon a thriving workforce, and if the workforce isn't trained and prepared to work in their organization, then they have a future problem that could help them understand the importance of partnering with you on this youth employment project. So let me now share six ways that stakeholders can help you in your grant making. The first is helping you plan what you're trying to do. So in the early stages of your grant making development and your program development, you could engage stakeholders to help you understand the issues and help you think about what are some of the challenges, where are the challenges greatest, are they greatest in a certain part of your city? Are they greatest in a certain type of population? These stakeholders can help you think through and understand the issues and nuances of those issues. The second way stakeholders can help you is to vet ideas. So once you have some ideas as to the direction of your grant making, for example, you want to support substance abuse, but you're not quite sure if it should be treatment or prevention. You might vet your ideas with your key stakeholders to help you understand what some of the challenges and opportunities are in each of those areas. The third area is to help you prioritize. So once you've developed your five or six areas that you think you could really focus on where you could make a difference, you can engage key stakeholders to help you prioritize what's the most burning issue. Where could you have an early impact, an early win? What are some of the low-hanging fruit ideas that could allow for immediate success? And what are some of the more challenging topics to tackle that you want to address down the road once your efforts are underway? The fourth area is implementation. These same stakeholders might become key partners in helping you implement your ideas. It might be the nonprofit organization that you could then fund 
to launch a new intervention related to domestic violence, for example. It could be the university and the researchers at that university who you could engage to collect data and help inform the progress of your approach. It could be a policymaker that you seek to stay in touch with to help you think about how to scale your efforts at a larger, perhaps statewide or even national level. The fifth area is that these stakeholders can become champions because if you've engaged them from the very beginning and you've kept them abreast of your progress and your decision making, then they'll have buy-in to what you're trying to accomplish and they can then become champions in your community, in your area to help spread the word about what you're trying to accomplish and perhaps even to engage other stakeholders and leverage additional resources to support your work. And the sixth and final way that you can engage stakeholders is to involve them in your evaluation. They can be involved in evaluation planning as well as being people who can inform your evaluation team as to what's working, what's not working from their perspective. They might be grantees, they might be outside observers, but either way, they probably have a lot to say about what's working and what's not working in your effort. And then based on those evaluation findings, you again can learn from what's effective and where there's opportunities for improvement. And again, continue the full circle and engage those stakeholders in additional planning and refining and focusing of your grant making program. So you can see how stakeholders can make a difference in success versus failure. So ask yourself, who are your stakeholders and how are you leveraging them? Thanks for listening. This has been Smart Philanthropy with me, Chris Putnam-Walkerly, president of Putnam Consulting Group.